welcome to Synthwave Top 10, showcasing the best 80s-influenced synth-driven pop music. I'm your host, Brian Hazard of Color Theory. Welcome to episode 17 of Synthwave Top 10. All tracks come from my Vocal Synthwave Retrowave playlist on Spotify. I add a dozen or so new tracks every Friday night, so be sure to follow the playlist if you're not already. You can read all about the project, my selection process, and how you can get your music on the playlist and potentially the top 10 at SynthwaveTop10.com. That's SynthwaveTop10.com. I'd really appreciate it if you would consider leaving a five-star rating or review on whatever service you're listening on. I've never actually asked for that before, which is kind of stupid in retrospect. Today, I, uh, I looked at Apple Podcasts for the first time, and the show actually has five stars with 11 ratings. Shout out to David Ackert and Hornet377 for leaving nice reviews. All right, then, time for some music. Number 10 is Cry, Cry, Cry. Makeup and Vanity Set Remix by FM Attack and Vandal Moon. This one was an easy pick. I really like the original version of the track, and I love everything Mavs does. His remix really powers it up and puts it into a more synthwave sort of space, whereas the original had a distinct early cure sound, which I love, but this is a better fit for the show. Here is Cry 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 Makeup and Vanity Set Remix by FM Attack and Vandal Moon. Thank you. 
That was Cry 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 Makeup and Vanity Set Remix by FM Attack and Vandal Moon, coming in at number 10. Number 9 is Paradise by The Motion Epic. This is one of those synthwave tracks that hits all the right nostalgia buttons so hard that you wonder if it actually came out in the 80s. Pat's voice and songwriting are always top-notch. If you like this one, be sure to check out The Motion Epic's new album, Deep in the Heart of America. I just added another song from the album to my playlist this week. Here is Paradise by The Motion Epic. That was Paradise by The Motion Epic, coming in at number nine. Number eight is Waterfall by Couch Prince. I am becoming a big fan of Couch Prince. Their track Horsepower was in the top ten a few months ago, 
and I came to appreciate the song even more after reading the lyrics. The lyrics for this one aren't on Spotify or their Bandcamp page, but hopefully they'll listen to the podcast and remedy that. I don't know how to describe the production, so I'm not really going to try. It's not really synthwave or synthpop, but the instrumentation fits both those genres. The vocals are hypnotic with this straight, pure tone that makes me forget to listen to what she's actually saying, and that's why I was looking for the lyrics in the first place. Here is Waterfall by Couch Prince. was Waterfall by Couch Prince coming in at number eight. Next up is a dishonorable mention. It is The Darkness by Color Theory. So this is my favorite song of mine for a long time. 
but it did feel a bit self-indulgent to actually release it. It's definitely not a hit single, but I've been pleasantly surprised with the warm reception it's gotten so far. One person called it my Bohemian Rhapsody and another my Stairway to Heaven, so I guess that means it's good but kind of weird. The song itself is an exploration of the early morning hours when you're out alone on the empty streets, surrounded by vacant cars, and buildings take on this sort of magical glow. The lyrics contain what I'm pretty sure will be the title of my next album, but I haven't revealed that yet, so I'll let you guess. Here is The Darkness by Color Theory. Never with me. 
That was The Darkness by Color Theory coming in as a dishonorable mention. Number seven is Crazy by Paraffin. I really appreciate the production on this one. Even just in the intro, you have these sort of reverse sounding string swells. The same kind of touches fill all the spaces around the vocal. The chorus goes into sort of a double time feel that extends into the next verse with some really slick and nuanced drum programming. The vocals are great too. The end of the chorus totally reminds me of early Madonna. Here is Crazy by Paraffin.
That was Crazy by Paraffin coming in at number seven. Number six is Souvenir by The Midnight. All right, I'm going to try something different here. I have been asked what I think of the new Midnight album, so I might as well turn this into a review segment. It's a great album. I've listened to it at least a dozen times on my runs. I love how The Midnight continues to reinvent themselves, yet they always manage to invoke 80s nostalgia. This one explores an 80s hairband sort of sound with less emphasis on synths. So right off the bat, it's not going to be my thing because I was never really into Def Leppard and stuff like that. It's safe to say that this is my least favorite of their albums, but I still love them all. I have two big concerns. The first is that sometimes it gets a little too close to the material that it pays tribute to for my comfort. The most obvious example of this is the beginning of the title track, Heroes, which sounds pretty much dead on like The Police, and even borrows Sting's essentially trademarked EO from Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic. Here's how that sounds. My next gripe is hugely technical, so apologies for that, but it does have a huge impact on my listening experience. What would potentially be my favorite track in the album, Heart Worth Breaking, is ruined to me by distortion and mastering. You can hear it all over the song whenever the kick and bass hit at the same time, but it gets worse towards the end. I know that they're aware of this because the song is noticeably quieter than the rest, so they try to turn it down to um, alleviate the issue, but it didn't really solve it. Bringing down the kick or bass in the mix is the obvious answer, but even just increasing the look ahead on the limiter would do the trick. And it's a shame because there's no need to make the album so loud in the first place. Spotify normalizes the volume anyway. If they followed Spotify's specs, it would be 4 to 5 dB more dynamic, and it would still be just as loud to listeners in the end. In fact, it might appear louder because of the way the drums would punch through. Anyway, I'm sure I'm in the minority for noticing, but as a mastering engineer myself, I can't unhear it. All right, that's enough of that. It is a fantastic album, despite my minor misgivings. For the podcast, I picked the song Souvenir because it reminds me of Death Cab for Cutie, or I guess something between Death Cab and Postal Service since it's got a fair amount of synth. Here is Souvenir by The Midnight. Time 
That was Souvenir by the Midnight coming in at number six. Number five is Rock vs. Ocean by Moonbeam. That's Moonbeam, not Moonbeam. And the actual song title is, in all lowercase, R-C-K-V-S-O-C-N. And the word ocean never appears in the song. Still, I'm sure that's the idea since it is the central metaphor. The singer is a wave splashing relentlessly against her adversary's wall. One would assume it's her lover since she, quote, feels the beat of your body, end quote. The production is always interesting, and it changes course drastically just past the halfway point. Everything gets stripped away, and it builds back up differently than the way it was in the first half. Here is Rock vs. Ocean by Moonbeam. Splash. 
That was Rock vs. Ocean by Moonbeam, coming in at number five. Number four is Electric by Crash Landed. I've got an obscure reference for you. Right off the bat, this one reminds me quite strongly of a Japan track called Despair off their 1979 album Quiet Life. The end of that track sounds like the beginning of this one, with an impassioned sax solo that's not at all gratuitous, unlike so many sax solos these days. The vocals have a certain 80s quality to them. They remind me of the band Mr. Mr. for some reason, though I haven't heard them for years, so I could be way off. Here is Electric by Crash Landed.
That was Electric by Crash Landed coming in at number four. Number three is Sad Boy by Fury Weekend and Nouveau Arcade. This is more of a post-punk sound than I remember hearing from Fury Weekend, falling somewhere between The Cure and Billy Idol. It's not particularly synth-heavy, but it's definitely 80s. My favorite part is something that many of uh, us bedroom musicians can relate to, unfortunately, where a girlfriend breaks up with our hero via an answering machine message. Listen closely at the three-minute mark to find out why. Here is Sad Boy by Fury Weekend and Nouveau Arcade.
That was Sad Boy by Fury Weekend and Nouveau Arcade coming in at number three. Number two is Dance Forever by Primo the Alien. Primo is no stranger to the playlist or the top 10. Her layered vocals have always been amazing, but her production has really grown over the past couple of years. This is a particularly fun production with plenty of shifts in the groove and arrangement. For example, a slap bass comes in out of nowhere in the second verse and sticks around through the next chorus. The four on the floor bridge section sounds like a lost Robin track. Here is Dance Forever by Primo the Alien. I got lost in your eyes Flashing lights, the music hold me closer With every passing moment I feel lighter Floating in your arms out on this dance floor Did we stop time? Or are we in the eye of somebody's storm? Either way we're pulsing with no power I'm terrified we'll lose it if we slow
That was Dance Forever by Primo the Alien, coming in at number two. Number one is Absolute Scenes by Black Audio. Black Audio is one of my favorite bands, and they just came out with a fantastic new album with a French title that I'm not going to mispronounce for you. The whole thing is full of what I would consider Easter eggs that harken back to Depeche Mode from the Construction Time Again era all the way through Music for the Masses. One track has a spinning hubcap sample similar to Behind the Wheel, for example. This particular song immediately reminded me of two Depeche Mode tracks, Lie to Me and Master and Servant. In fact, I plan to demonstrate the likeness by playing sections of each track back to back. I even went so far as to buy the Depeche Mode tracks on Amazon. But now that I hear them, the resemblance isn't quite as obvious as I thought. Maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I've just got the wrong tracks. Here's the section that screamed out Master and Servant to me. Let me know, does it sound like another Depeche Mode track, or am I just confused? I highly recommend you check out the whole album. The lyrics are great throughout and not anything like Depeche Mode. For now, here is Absolute Scenes by Black Audio.
That was Absolute Scenes by Black Audio coming in as my top pick of the month. And that, my friends, is a wrap. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll tune in next month for 10 more of my top picks. There are many ways to listen to the top 10 with or without my commentary at synthwavetop10.com. That is synthwavetop10.com. Sign up for my mailing list there, and I will send you five free songs and let you know when the next episode goes live. With that, thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 